Hello again, friends. Good morning, everyone. It's time to get in the zone with the Bartow Sports Zone, your source for local coach interviews and local sports news information and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'm joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone bench warmers. Alan Sanders has us under control back in the WBHF studios. We'll hopefully hear from Brad Stevens and Jackson Hyde, maybe even a few others, and we welcome you to Bartow Sports on this morning. We have an exciting show for you today. In this opening hour, we'll visit with Georgia Highlands baseball coach Dash O'Neill, followed by a visit with our favorite Georgia high school basketball analyst Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com to talk about the GHSA state tournament action that's going on right now. Next hour, we'll touch on several other sports topics, including a full review and preview of all our high school sports action in the local area. We'll do all that with the BSZ Bench Warmers. So we hope you'll stick around for the next couple of hours. We're glad you have joined us. And we remind you that you can always find us online at BartosportZone.com. Uh, you can always pick up your daily local sports news and updates there. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bartow Sports Zone. And our free podcast downloads are available on your favorite podcatcher or your favorite listening device. Just search for Bartow Sports Zone Podcast. We're brought to you by Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, Karen Ayers, Realtor with Atlanta Communities, Elite Stone Supply, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Three-Way Campers, and Sidelines Grill of Cartersville. It's time to get started already this morning, so let's welcome in our opening guest of the morning, Coach Dash O'Neill, head coach of the Georgia Highlands Chargers. Good morning, Coach. Good morning, Charles. How are you doing? Doing very well. Glad to have you here, and thank you for taking uh, a little time out of your busy schedule today uh, to visit with us here in the zone on Bartow Sports Zone. Uh, I know our listeners out there can't see this, but it looks like you're already in full uniform ready to go today. Yeah, we've got a doubleheader up in uh, up in Rome today at uh, Advent Health Stadium, and, and um, so uh, it, it's going to be an early start for me. Well, before we get to this year's team, uh, let's give our listeners a little quick review on the successes of last year, a 45 and 11 mark on the year, regular season and conference tournament champions, uh, multiple team accomplishments. Uh, how many GCAA titles for the program now? Uh, so that's our, our fourth title in, uh, in the last six years. Um, so, um, yeah, it was a great season. I mean, we had, we had a phenomenal team and, and won a bunch of games, and, and uh, I was really proud of those guys. We had 21 of them advanced to four-year schools, and, and uh, I, I probably couldn't even list all the records that they broke uh, from a program standpoint. And um, you know, But, uh, yeah, it was a tremendous season, and, and uh, I love those guys, and, and uh, uh, you know, really proud to watch what they're doing at the next level. Yeah, the first round of the national playoff pairing with Walter State out of Tennessee – uh, who was a number one seed. That's not always uh, advantageous. Uh, uh, of course, you lost two straight in that series, but uh, a great accomplishment to get to the national tournament. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's tough, and you're playing against the best teams in the country. And, and um, you know, we had some chances to win the opening game in that series. And, and uh, you know, like it is in baseball, you know, one mistake uh, really ultimately is is probably – uh, what turned the tides in that one. And then in, in game two, um, you know, we just, unfortunately we started out of the gate slow. We couldn't, we couldn't quite make it up, but we played them hard. And, and uh, you know, I think, uh, uh, you know, I think we, we did enough out there to, to make a little bit of a name for ourselves. And, and uh, so, you know, obviously disappointing not to, not to be able to get that, get over that hurdle, but I was proud of my guys and, and um, you know, they played hard and Walter State had a great team and, and did very well in the world series again. Let's move on to this year's team. Uh, let's start with talking about who helps you. Who are the assistant coaches this season? Yeah, so Tucker Hughes is um, is my pitching coach, recruiting coordinator, um, and he has just done a phenomenal job in that role. Uh, you know, he's he's very thorough. I mean, if there's a kid out there, he, he pretty much knows who they are, and, and uh, he's done a really outstanding job. He had so many guys to replace this year 
um, you know, just just in terms of sheer numbers. And, you know, he did a he did a great job. We have an outstanding group again. And that's, uh, you know, in, in big part, thanks to his efforts in recruiting um, Todd Cole is an assistant for us as well. Todd works with our outfielders, helps me with hitters. Um, and, and, um, you know, and, and he just brings such a, a wealth of knowledge to the table. And, and, um, uh, we've had a recent addition, uh, a volunteer, uh, by the name of Chris Powers, a guy that I've, uh, worked with in the past a little bit and, and he's a local guy and, and uh, just has a passion for the game and a passion for, for working with these young men. And, and, uh, so I'm, I've been really blessed to have a, a fantastic staff. College baseball is a, a long season. We all know that. Often the early portion of the season is kind of a filling out process of finding the just right lineup for the year or your best pitching rotation. This year's team got off to a fast start, winning nine of your first ten. Talk a little bit about that fast start and how it helped in finding who goes where with this year's roster. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's always nice to get a couple wins early and and to to kind of get your feet underneath you and see where you are and and – um, you know, Coastal Alabama East was our first series that we opened up with, and and we opened up with them because my former assistant coach uh, Brock Moss had taken over that program and and had recruited a pretty good team and and um, had agreed to come up. Now he's since moved on to Eastern Oklahoma uh, State, uh, where he's doing really well. But um, you know, I I don't know how much it's done in terms of showing us who needs to be where yet. You know, I mean, I think a lot of those an- those questions are answered, but. Um, we still have a couple spots where, uh, you know, we've got some guys battling it out. We've got a really deep roster, so, um, you know, but it helps a lot. I mean, you're looking to try to get some wins. You're trying to build some confidence. You're trying to build some chemistry. Um, and and uh, so playing those early games gives you an opportunity to do that. We're visiting with Coach Dash O'Neill, head coach of the Georgia Highlands Chargers this morning. We'll take a quick timeout and be back with more with Coach O'Neill. There's a great new spot in Cartersville to catch the game. It's Sidelines Grill. Family owned and operated since 1994, Sidelines has wall-to-wall TVs and an awesome menu you need to try. Burgers, steaks, pasta, wings, salads, soups, and alpine bakery desserts, along with daily drink specials and a kid's menu, too. Marketplace Boulevard between Walmart and Lowe's in Cartersville. It's Sidelines Grill, where you'll find great food, good times, and all the games. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. Hey, good morning. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here on the Zoom Connection along with Coach Dash O'Neill of the Georgia Highlands. Charles Alan Sanders taking care of business for us back in the WBHF studios. Coach O'Neill, after winning nine of ten to start the year, you got swept last weekend playing up at the Rome Braves Stadium uh, by a real national power, Wabash Valley out of Illinois. The Warriors were in the JUCO World Series last year, a power year after year. Uh, what aspects of this year's Chargers team maybe got exposed just a little bit last weekend, and how do you address that moving forward? Really, I think the main thing was just uh, inexperience, um, just having young players and new players and guys that haven't been in that scenario before. And we came out really strong in game one, um, you know, got in front of them, got a great performance from Trey Baker on the mound. Um, who, who really held them down and, and um, uh, you know, we really, you know, we outplayed them the whole way, um, got into this, got into the last inning with a two run lead. And unfortunately the guy that we, uh, we sent out there, hit, hit, hit two of the first three batters in the inning, put them on base. And, and uh, you know, they ended up tying the game and beating us in extras. Um, and, and um, I think it just sort of exposed just not being used to, to being in that kind of situation. And, and um you know, we struggled a little bit to respond to it. You know, I thought the second game we played fine. Um, they just outplayed us. 
Um, and, um, you know, I, I think just having a new team and, and new guys, they've got to learn how to deal with adversity that you're not always going to be, uh, you're not always going to be on top of the pile. You're not always going to be the one that's pushing somebody around. Um, so really I, I think it's more, um, more of that sort of thing. I don't think, I don't think from a talent standpoint or from, from an ability to play the game standpoint, um, you know, there was anything that, that we couldn't do well enough to play right there with them. Um, but I, I think, you know, it just, just having some of that character that experience brings and, and, um, you know, having some of the resilience that you learn over time. And when you're faced with those kinds of challenges, um, you know, so it was a, it was a tough weekend in terms of winning and losing, but it was a good weekend for us because it gave us a chance to, to see who we are and see how we stack up against somebody that's as good as anyone else in the nation. And, uh, hopefully it'll help prepare us getting ready uh, to go forward. Sure, and that's what you want to do with that early schedule. You mentioned right-hand pitcher Trey Baker, uh, mm-hmm. a 0.64 ERA through 14 innings of work so far out of the Blood Trinity. I know you've gotten good work out of Oliver Wood and Bryce Clark in the pitching rotation, yep. Walton and Harrison, respectively. Let's turn to your everyday lineup, though. Uh, Hudson Sapp, a 548 average, 19 RBIs in the early going. Austin Slate with a 471 average. They're off to solid starts at the plate through your first 13 games, and Zay Brannigan has driven in 15 runs already. Mm-hmm. In addition to those guys, who needs to perform well this season to get you back to the national playoffs? Um, I'd like for somebody to emerge in center field and just take control of the job. Um, you know, center field's a spot where, you know, we've had a little bit of a revolving door. We have guys that are certainly capable of doing it. I mean, I, you know, we, we have a really deep group in the outfield. Um, but, um, you know, between, uh, Adam Love, who's a returner that's, that's very, very talented and, and Trip Moore, that's a, that's a transfer from Georgia. That's very talented. And, and, uh, CJ Blackwell, um, you know, I mean, any one of those three guys, just if you look at them on paper you, or you look at their skill set, I mean, they could all do the job. They could all be all conference, all American type players. Um, you know, and, and maybe the fact that we've just got three of them out there is why nobody's kind of clicked it in yet. Um, but I'm, I'm hoping that one of those guys is going to really emerge and, and take off for us. Um, you know, and, and, uh, you know, our third baseman, Mitchell Walker is an excellent player and he's kind of not off to the start that he wanted to get to. Um, but he's really good and I, I think he's going to come around and, um, but even saying that, I mean, those two guys down, I mean, we're still hitting 350 as a ball club. Um, you know, offensively, we're right there with anybody in the country. I have no doubt that, that, um, you know, offensively, we're going to be able to do some things and, and, uh, and I like our lineup. It's just a matter of getting some continuity and, and, you know, you got to play all three phases of the game. You got to play, you know, offense, defense, and, and, you know, you got to be able to run bases and, and, um, you know, and that sort of thing. So, um, you know, we'll see what center field shapes up to be. Coach, you're looking to bounce back this afternoon, uh, back up at the Rome's uh, Braves Stadium, and, and, and you'll have four games there this weekend. Wallace State hands full in early, early today, and then you've got a three-game series with Chattahoochee Valley coming up uh, during the weekend. So hopefully you get bounced back in the right direction this weekend. But I want to talk about some of the other excitement surrounding your program, a brand-new stadium to open on campus. Tell us a little bit about it and uh, when you expect to open up. Oh man, it's so exciting. Um, you know, and, and it's just such a beautiful facility already. Um, and they're not even quite finished with it yet. Um, you know, we don't really know. Uh, I don't really know exactly what date we're going to get out there. Um, I think mother nature has a lot to say in that, uh, you know, the, the, the team that's working on it is, is working extremely hard and, and they're out there every single opportunity they can get to try to get some stuff done. Um, so we're hoping that it's sooner rather than later um, and, and hoping that we get to play, you know, a portion of our season on it this year. Um, but, um, you know, that's one of those questions I just can't answer. But it's a it's a tremendous opportunity. I mean, it's it's an all turf field. Um, it's 500 seat capacity stadium. We've got covered batting cages and, and um, you know, it's just going to be the premier junior college baseball and softball facility, I think, in the country. Coach, real quick, we've got about uh, less than a minute. Uh, tell us about your conference, the GCAA. What do you know about the other five teams in the league this season? Who are the contenders? You know, everybody's good. Everybody's experienced this year. South Georgia's got mostly third-year guys. 
um, left over from the COVID years. Um, you know, East Georgia has gotten off to a decent start. Um, you know, Andrew College is probably the one that's hottest right now. They went down to Florida, beat three of the top teams in the country, um, you know, and, and they have a ton of third-year guys. So I think it's going to be a battle. I think everybody's good just like they always are. And, and um, you know, we're going to have to play really well. But, um, you know, I don't worry too much about the other teams. You know, I mean, baseball's a, you know, it's it's really less about who you play and more about how you play. And I think if we play our style, um, I really think they've got more to worry about with us than the other way around. Dash O'Neill, Georgia Highlands Chargers baseball. Coach, uh, good luck to you, and thanks for joining us this morning. Thank you, Charles. You guys have a good one. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, we always enjoy covering GHC baseball, and we'll keep abreast of all their action all season long. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF in Cartersville, Georgia. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF in Cartersville. Charles Wilson here, along with Alan Sanders, running the board back in the WBHF studios. I'm on the Zoom connection, and we want to thank uh, Coach Dash O'Neill of the Georgia Highlands Chargers for joining us in that opening half hour this morning. And now we'll welcome in our second guest of the day, Kyle Sandy from sandyspill.com, our Georgia high school basketball analyst. Good morning, Kyle. Good morning, Charles. How are you doing? I know it's an exciting time of year for not only me, but you as well. Yeah, a little busy, burning up the roads a little bit. We talked about that a little earlier this morning on the pre-show before we started Bartow Sports Zone this morning. But welcome back to the zone at Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. It's always a, a great honor to have you on the show. I know your segments can be heard on other Atlanta radio stations, on your podcast. Uh, share with our listeners how we can keep up with all your insights and information on high school basketball in Georgia. Yeah, sandyspiel.com is where you'll see uh, pretty much everything housed at, of course. And then if you want it in a more real-time live stream uh, on Twitter, at KyleSandy355, that's where you'll see a lot of retweets of scores from across the state. And anytime I put out a podcast or write about any different players or teams across the state, it'll be put on my Twitter account, at KyleSandy355. And, uh, of course, that's always uh... – I call it a clearinghouse, kind of a clearinghouse to find out scores and information on high school basketball across the state. Bartow Sports Zone is kind of the local clearinghouse, if you will, for uh, local sports in our community. Uh, But you've got it covered statewide with uh, all of your feeds and uh, everything that you have out there. The 2023 state championship tournament now well underway. The first round games And all eight of the girls and all eight of the boys' tournaments were played on Tuesday and Wednesday night. Let's begin with the five local teams. Uh, Four of the five won their games on Tuesday or Wednesday night. Let's start with Tuesday night and a couple of girls' games. In Class AAA, the Adairsville girls now 14-14 and on the year. They were a four seed going into the tournament. They go down to Sandy Creek and knock off the Region 5 AAA champion, Sandy Creek Patriots. Yeah, that was a very impressive win. I know Sandy Creek has a big girl named Janae Walker inside who's signed to play at Gardner-Webb. So for a day or so to show some resiliency and being a bit undersized when it comes to defending a, a D1 post, for them to 
surge past them and get that victory. Um, very impressive. A day or so, you know, they've been kind of floating under the radar this year, but for them to get that win, what's that's their first like state playoff win in 66 years or something crazy like that's, that? That's, that is correct. That that's is amazing. incredible. That is strictly incredible. And uh, man, oh man, they're playing with house money right now. I know they're going on the road to Dawson County, a three seed, but uh, kudos to them for, uh, you know, making history. Yeah, Dar- Dawson County, of course, tonight. Uh, that's another set of Tigers, but a similar record on the season to Adairsville at 15 and 14. They beat Hart County 41 to 34 in the first round. What do you know about Dawson County? Ooh, Dawson County's coming out of the best region in the state as far as Class 3A goes, where they play the likes of Wesleyan, White County, Lumpkin County. Dawson County upset Pickens in the region tournament to be able to get into the state tournament. And uh, Dawson County is red hot right now. They're a balanced team. they got some good shooters. Kirkland Porter is going to Emanuel College. You have uh, Abby Sample Slayton's really good. And then inside is where there's a difference. Uh, Ava uh, Ava Bishop inside. And then uh, Morgan Chester, uh, a really good forward as well. So Dawson's playing extremely well. And it's going to be uh, tough to win at the forward. But Adairsville's playing with house money. So it's going to be a really fun game. In Class 5A, the Cartersville girls, now 17-10, and 10, a four seed. They also go on the road, and they win at Jefferson, who was kind of a surprise winner in Region 8. We've got that game tonight live on WBHF. Uh, the, uh, the Lady Canes traveling to Midtown tonight, the old Grady High School in Atlanta, uh, to take on uh, the Knights. So uh, what do you see there? I think Cartersville's playing well. I think they're very battle-tested. They're coming from, a, I feel like, what is a, a bit of a stronger region than what Midtown has played in this year. You know, Caitlin Arnold had a, a big game for Cartersville. The freshman led them in scoring in that first-round matchup against Jefferson. Uh, now, Midtown has a little bit of size inside. Uh, but, again, I think you win with guard play, and I feel like Cartersville does have some really good guard play. And, again, they're playing with extreme confidence, and they're seeing a team that uh, is good, but I feel like, Cartersville seeing Hiram and teams like that, Dalton throughout the year, has prepared them for a run in the state tournament. Kyle, I know you've been all over the state and you've followed a, a lot of basketball. We'll get over to uh, talk about some of the boys' teams when we come back, uh, local boys' teams when we come back after the commercial break. But I always want to ask you, the, the new shot clock this year, in, in 30 seconds, can you tell me what impact you've seen on the game? I think it makes these games much more exciting down the stretch. You can't just hold the ball. You can't just wait for people to foul you. It gives you more possessions uh, at the end of quarters, at the end of halves, at the end of games, obviously. So it's led to uh, some very good clock management by coaches. They have to be very aware of how much time they have remaining, whether to foul, whether to play it out and try and get a stop. So it's been good. It's, It's really elevated the X's and O's of the game. Let's take a quick time out. We'll be back with more from Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com. Sidelines Grill in Cartersville is your new home for team trivia on Tuesday nights at 7 and music bingo on Thursday nights. With the best wings in town, burgers, steaks, salads, pasta, and Alpine Bakery desserts, Sidelines is family-friendly with patio seating, daily drink specials, and a kid's menu, too. Between Walmart and Lowe's on Marketplace Boulevard, it's Sidelines Grill, where you'll find great food, good times, and all the games. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here, along with Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com, our Georgia high school basketball analyst. We talked about Tuesday night's two big girls' wins for local teams. Let's transition over to the boys' local look now. Uh, Wednesday night, we had three local boys' teams in action in the GHSA state tournaments. Two of the three came away with victories. Let's start with Cartersville from Class 5A. Uh, they dropped a matchup at Winder Barrow to the Region 8 champions, Kyle. But uh, those Bulldogs, a pretty good basketball team. Yeah, Jeremiah Holloway is a really, really good 
guard, one of the best unsigned guards in the state of Georgia. And Winderbear has been super hot this year. So that was going to be really tough for Cartersville to go in there and secure a victory. Uh, I don't think they have to hang their heads about that one. They had a really good season as far as getting into the state tournament and then giving Winderbear everything they wanted. Go, let's back up to Class 3A for just a second. Uh, you had a team in Carver, Atlanta, out of a four-team region uh, that made the trip up to Adairsville, but Adairsville running hot right now at 20-8 and eight on the year. They were the Region 6 AAA tournament champions. They host Hart County tonight, uh, or rather tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Hart was a winner over Gilmer in the first round. Tell us what you see in that Tigers and Bulldogs matchup. Yeah, Adairsville is really going to have to be able to contend with Taj Johnson, uh, a six foot seven, very athletic swing man who's been one of Hart County's best players since he was a freshman, and now he's a, obviously a senior. Uh, I, I see he could be an issue inside just because he's so springy. He can block shots, he rebounds well, and of course, uh, not only can he shoot from the perimeter, uh, he's pretty good off the dribble and around the rim. So he's going to cause um, some issues. They have to be aware of uh, defending him. Terrence Mitchell is a a uh, pretty good swing man that's able to get to the basket and Keelan Stowers can knock down some outside shots. So Hart County, again, they played in a pretty tough region, but as you mentioned, Adairsville, when you're red hot and you're rolling and you're playing your best basketball of the season, you feel invincible. And of course, home court advantage, you got to love that this time of year. So I think Trey Winters and company, um, they're going to be right in this game. They definitely have a chance to win it. Uh, I think, this one's going to go down to the wire, and I feel like home court advantage, that's going to have to be really, really big for the Tigers. Let's jump back over to Class 5A again, where the Cass Colonels now at 15 and 13 on the year. They were a three-seed coming out of Region 7, 5A. They go down to Jefferson, take on the Dragons, who were kind of a surprise finalist in Region 8, uh, 5A, uh, and they knock off uh, Jefferson on the road. <laughs> Yeah, and they did so in impressive fashion. It wasn't even very close. I mean, they win that game by close to 20 points. Uh, Sokovi White had a really good game. You know, Kenneth Rogers has been the team's leading scorer this season. Jaden Foster's a really good junior. Uh, and Jelani Hames is a tough senior. So this uh, this cast team, they they have some firepower, sneaky firepower in the backcourt. Uh, and now they have to go see Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill is they're going to be a tough test. Um, you have a uh, Calvin Hunter as a big six foot eight post presence that can step outside and shoot the three. Uh, O'Ray Towns is a transfer from Villa Rica, a really really good score. And Kyrus Doucette is already signed to play at the Division Two level, so they're going to have to be able to match that firepower and contain Calvin Hunter, not let him really control that game in the paint. Um, but I think Cass's backcourt is more than up to the task of making this an interesting game. Yeah, Cass played that game at Jefferson without three of their regulars. Uh, K.J. Rogers uh, did not participate in that game, of course, with a, a couple of other regulars that come off the bench uh, that did not play in that game. So it'll be interesting to see if they return to the roster and the lineup tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. The Colonel's taking on Chapel Hill on the road in the second round. Tonight tomorrow we have the Sweet 16 uh, across the state. Uh, we don't have a whole lot of time left, Kyle, but I wanted to give you a chance to talk about some of the best or most intriguing matchups coming up in our second round, both the girls and the boys. Yeah, I have three on both sides here. On the girls' side, in Class 3A, Lumpkin County at Lakeview, Fort Oglethorpe, LFO only has one loss, and it did not come into the state of Georgia. That was against Bradley Central in Tennessee. That's a game I might be uh, slotting up to in the Northwest Georgia mountains today. I think that'll be a really good one just because LFO presses Lumpkin very, very tough. Uh, and 5A girls, Union Grove versus Northside Columbus. These two teams hooked up earlier in the season. Union Grove won by five points, uh, but Northside Columbus has our whole roster together now, and they're, they're very talented. 7A, Peachtree Ridge at South Forsyth, the rematch of last year's first-round state playoff game, which Peachtree Ridge upset South Forsyth by eight points. So I think that could be a good one. And then on the boys' side, three quick ones. Pebblebrook at Newton, obviously two blue blood programs going at it. That game's going to be at Newton. Pebblebrook won at the buzzer against Lowndes as a four seed on the road. And now you get to see Stephon Castle, the McDonald's All-American. You got Tri-Cities at Hiram. Again, Tri-Cities. Um, you know, state champs 
Uh, really good backcourt. Corey Mincy is going to Presbyterian. Really, really good. But Hiram's got that really strong starting five uh, with Walter Matthews anchoring the paint inside. And then lastly, Cedar Grove at Monroe area. Two teams in the top top side of that uh, Class 3A. They've been in the top five pretty much all year long. Cedar Grove's got some really good young talent. Monroe area, a lot of strong football players and have been really, really tough all season long. Kyle, you're constantly looking in the offseason, too, with the player evaluations and showcases. You have a big event coming up March 19th. That is correct. The Sandy Spiel Spring Showcase at Chester T. High School in Gainesville, Georgia. We will have girls in the morning. We will have boys in the afternoon. You can find more information on sandyspiel.com or at kylesandy355. But we plan on bringing college coaches there to evaluate prospects, Obviously, try and get some kids some college looks, get them to the next level. Each player that is in attendance will get a player evaluation. We'll have videographers. We will have photographers. Uh, Last year was a great success. We had upwards of 80 girls. Boys side was pretty full as well. Um, So really looking forward to hosting these prospective student athletes. And again, just trying to provide a platform for kids that are trying to play at the next level. Kyle Sandy of sandyspill.com. We'll have Kyle with us each of the next couple of weeks through the state tournament. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks, Charles. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. It's WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. Hello and good morning, everyone. It's the Bartos Sports Zone Friday on WBHF in Cartersville, Georgia. So glad you could join us. Charles Wilson here on the Zoom connection. Alan Sanders holding down the fort back in the WBHF studios. And Jackson Hyde now, one of the BSZ bench warmers, joining me on the Zoom connection this morning. We want to say thank you to our two guests in the opening hour from this morning, Dash O'Neill of the Georgia Highlands Chargers. And Kyle Sandy from sandyspill.com. Always appreciate those folks taking time out of their busy schedules to join us here on BSZ. We're brought to you by Elite Stone Supply, Sidelines Grill, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Wilson Pools, Three-Way Campers, and Karen Ayers, Realtor with Atlanta Communities. We always like to tell you what's coming up next week, Will. Next week, we'll have Kyle Sandy back again with another high school state tournament update. And we'll also visit with Cartersville High School baseball coach Kyle Tucker. Uh, He will visit with us from the Perfect Game High School Showdown over in Hoover, Alabama. So the Canes will be in action uh, next weekend over there. And we'll have Coach Tucker for the first time this year on our show. So we're looking forward to visiting with Kyle Sandy again to catch up on the state tournament. And, of course, Kyle Tucker with the Purple Hurricanes baseball team. Good morning, Jackson, and welcome uh, back again this week. Uh, good morning. Glad to be with you all this morning. Uh, excited for some high school basketball. we got some teams in advance. I'm sure you're about to go into the local coverage. So uh, going to be a good weekend for, for local high school basketball. Yeah, I hope folks will get out there and support these local teams. We actually had six teams. If you count Excel, which we'll get to in just a moment, who made it into state tournament action this year. And five of those teams are still alive in their respective state tournaments. So let's run through some of that. The Excel boys that we just mentioned are now 20 and 8 on the year under head coach David Archer Jr. Uh, congratulations to him and the Eagles. They beat Horizon Christian Academy at the J.H. Morgan Gym on Aubrey Street last Saturday in the Gap State Tournament quarterfinals. Then they beat Central Christian out of Sharpsburg, Georgia, yesterday evening, 75-54 to in the state semifinals. That was down at Rock Springs Christian in Milner, Georgia, just outside of Barnesville. 
And then the uh, they've now reached the state championship game in the GAPS organization. That will be tomorrow afternoon at Ace Academy in Macon. Uh, the Eagles will play Trinity Prep out of Loganville, a team that is 22-6 and six on the year. Uh, they knocked out the number two team from Excel's region in the quarterfinals. They then beat Unity Christian last night in the semifinals. Unity is the was the third place team out of Excel's region. So uh, this particular team, Trinity Prep, just kind of knocking off the three and the two out of Excel's region. Now they get to take on the number one, and this time it's for all the marbles. It's uh, for the state championship in Class AA in the GAPS organization, and this is Excel's first year in that organization after departing from GHSA. So, Jackson, uh, a nice run here by Coach Archer and the Eagles. Absolutely. Great to see them. Uh, uh, we kind of talked about them all year. We thought they had a chance to be where they are. Glad to see they've made it this far. Hopefully they can uh, close it out tomorrow night. Yeah, we've been joined now on the Zoom connection by Brad Stevens. Good morning, Brad. Good morning, Charles. Good morning, everybody. Yeah, uh, nice run for the Excel Eagles to make it all the way to the title game. Yeah, we had talked about the move to Gaps before the season started and how it would be beneficial for that program, and obviously it, they took off really quick. I mean, Coach Archer's got a lot of talent out there, and he's obviously got a proven track record as a coach. I'm not surprised to see them in this spot, and hopefully they can bring it on home to Bartow County. Let's move over to the G8SA tournament now. and We've got a couple of games tonight, uh, one that we'll be following – uh, the Adairsville girls, 14 and 14 now on the year. They were a, a four seed out of Region 6 AAA under Coach Melissa Winters. Uh, the Lady Tigers trailed for a lot of the first half Tuesday night down at 5 AAA champion Sandy Creek. Uh, they were down by two at halftime, but they came back in the second half to outscore the Patriots 10 to 7 in the third quarter and then 10 to 7 again in the final period. They escaped with a five point win in the first round. And, Brad, that's the first state tournament win for the Adairsville girls in 66 years. Well, let's hope that's something that keeps the ball rolling, pun intended, uh, on down the line. And this, uh, these playoffs, that's a long time to wait. Um, as a Georgia football fan, I kind of feel their pain. Uh, but, uh, you know, it can happen. Uh, and I'm, I'm real proud for them. I know Coach Winters doing a fantastic job up there. Glad to see them. Pull up a pull up a huge upset and you know look to do some damage in this second round. Like we need the Bartow County schools to get into these elite eights and final fours, get our name out there. Jackson, the Adairsville girls now travel to Dawson County tonight. They'll take on another set of Tigers in Dawson County. A similar record to the Adairsville girls at 15 and 14. They beat Hart County in the first round. But Kyle Sandy, who visited with us in the first hour this morning says that Dawson County's pretty good and got a little size inside. May give the uh, Adairsville Tigers a little trouble. Uh, yeah, a little different matchup this uh, this go-around for the for the Tigers. But when you upset, when you're the four seed and upset that one seed, it really makes a difference in the second round. You get a little bit better draw. Hopefully they can put a, put a good game together and, and move on to the Elite Eight. Yep, uh, always uh, Kyle, always on top of everything this morning, kind of went through – some of the top players for the Dawson County girls. And the way he put it, the Adairsville girls now playing with house money after knocking off a one seed in a region champion. So the Adairsville Lady Tigers taking on the Dawson County Lady Tigers tonight uh, at, uh, at Dawson County up in Dawsonville. And we'll be following that one for you and have updates on BartosportsZone.com throughout the evening. Uh, we're up on our next timeout. Alan, I know we're going to jump in here just a little bit early, uh, but before we start on the other girls' team that advanced to uh, tonight's action, we'll take a quick timeout, and then we'll be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care, 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. 
Come check out the nationally award-winning options at St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station. Located at 77 Alatoona Road in Emerson next to the Family Fun and Bowling Center, St. Angelo's features all kinds of specialty pizzas, wings, salads, pasta dishes, subs, and more. And try the garlic knots. Absolutely delicious. St. Angelo's has a full-service bar and plenty of big screens to catch all the games, too. Visit today or order online at St. Angelos.com. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here with you. We're here each and every Friday, 7 10 until 9 a.m. on WBHF in Cartersville. I'm joined by fellow BSZ bench warmers Jackson Hyde and uh, Brad Stevens on the Zoom connection. Alan Sanders keeping us on the air back in the WBHF studios. Let's turn our attention now to the game we have here on WBHF this evening. Coming up around 645 this evening with some pregame coverage. Coach Charisma Boykins, Lady Canes of Cartersville High School, 17-10 and 10 on the year now. They were a four seed coming out of Region 7-5A, but they won 53-44 Tuesday night at Jefferson. Uh, they got a pretty good draw, Brad, because Jefferson uh, was a surprise winner in Region 8-5A at just 10 and 18 on, on the year. Freshman Caitlin Arnold scored a game-high 18 points in that one to lead the Lady Canes to victory. Yeah, she's had a fantastic year for a freshman. She's just only going to get better. Uh, you know, they were missing ball handlers uh, in the recent years, but now they have a ton of those on this team. They got a good coach. Uh, you know, they're very driven. Uh, you know, once again, I don't want to say they're playing with house money because, you know, it's it's going to be a tougher road. And, I mean, I think they expected to be here. But, uh, you know, really exciting stuff to go over to Jefferson, you know, beat a number one seed, even though they it was kind of an odd number one seed to have. But, uh, you know, a lot of talent out there, a lot of speed. Uh, I look for big things to happen for the Lady Canes tonight, and hopefully they can bring it on home. That same supporting cast, uh, Jackson, of Ansley Griffin, Ja'Kiah Drawn, the Camper Sisters, and Campbell Rogers, they all had good games uh, in leading the Lady Canes uh, to that win at Jefferson. They sure did, and uh, credit to, to Coach Boykin. The, the defensive intensity that they show now uh, – to me, that is ten times better than in years past. So it's uh, credit to her and, and what she's done defensively with that bunch, and uh, they'll be a force to reckon with as long as uh, she's on that bench. There's no question about that. We'll remind you again. We'll have coverage for you here on WBHF. It's Cartersville's Sweet 16 trip tonight, uh, 7 p.m. tip. They'll be at Midtown High School. That's the former Brady High School. Midtown beat Centennial in the opening round, 52-39. to 39. Brad, uh, in our pre-show uh, with Alan and Mike this morning before Bartow Sports Zone started, I was telling them about some notable alumni from Midtown High School. It includes Ivan Allen, the longtime mayor of Atlanta, Truett Cathy, the Chick-fil-A founder, Dean Rusk, who was U.S. Secretary of State in the 1960s, and George Woodruff, the longtime director of Coca-Cola and Atlanta philanthropist. So uh, a lot of uh, a longtime history there out of the old Grady, now Midtown High School. Yeah, I thought, I've driven by Midtown High School a number of times on my way to Buckhead and around there. It'd be a pretty cool place to go to school. I had no idea that so many famous people had gone there. Uh, so you know, it's almost like Cass High, but not quite. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll leave it to Brad to bring it back to Cass High School. That's right. Somehow. Hey, uh, t- turning our attention now to the boys' side, the uh, Cartersville boys, they did lose their opening round game. Coach Mike Tobin's uh, Purple Hurricanes finished 12-16 and 16 on the year. Uh, they were the fourth seed out of Region 7, 5A, so they had to go to the region champions of Region 8. Uh, and they run into a really good uh, Winder Barrel Bulldogs team that was 20-8 and eight on the year. Romo Pace had uh, 12 points in loss. Uh, but uh, still, a good year for the Cartersville boys, Brad, if you can get to the state tournament. Oh, yeah. I mean, anytime you make it to the to, – you're one of the top 32 teams, you know, according to rankings in the state. Uh, so, you know, you got to be happy with that. I know Coach Tobin and those guys wanted to go further and do better. But, uh, 
you know, you go up against a number one seed who's a region champion in a, a pretty tough area of, of basketball over there. You know, you're, you're, you're kind of up against it, especially being in an opposing gym. So, you know, hats off to them. Hopefully they can improve and, and get a little further next year. Let's turn now to the Adairsville boys, region champions or region tournament champions out of region six AAA. They're now 20 and eight on the year under coach Alex Dispro. An outstanding year for the Tigers. They hosted and beat a winless Carver Atlanta team Wednesday night, 80 to 56. Uh, Carver Atlanta Jackson making the state tournament uh, despite not winning a game the entire year. Uh, that four-team region, you'll you'll see some matchups uh, similar to that. Obviously, the Dares will have a little tougher draw this weekend, but uh, uh, a good basketball team there. The Dares will just fundamentally sound. They they handle the ball well, minimize the turnovers. Uh, they'll be a tough draw for anybody. Xavier Snalls with twenty eight points in that win. Trey Winters had seventeen. Brad, uh, the Tigers host Hart County tomorrow night at six o'clock. Uh, Hart County comes in at 16 and 12 on the year. The Bulldogs beat Gilmer Wednesday night in the first round, 83 to 77. Still looks like a pretty good matchup for the Adairsville Tigers. Yeah, I think the Adairsville should win this game. Uh, you know, I, after last season when they TJ Prentup Jr. moved on to the next level, you not, weren't real sure how the team would respond to losing their star player. And obviously, it, you know, they, they were able to carry on. Uh, Coach Dispro has a lot of confidence in his guys. You know, Trey Winters had a fantastic year. Xavier Snell's big game last week. Uh, you know, there's a lot of momentum behind this basketball program, and them winning the region title wasn't really a shock, and that's a good thing. Uh, people expected it to happen, and they did it. So, you know, look out for Daresville to win their uh, second-round game. Yeah, that uh, region battle came down between uh, Daresville, Lakeview, Fort Oglethorpe, and Lafayette was in there in the mix as well. But, of course, the Adairsville Tigers in their region tournament beating both Lafayette and LFO to win that title. So, a really good run by the Adairsville boys, and uh, they've continued that into the state tournament. Not really tested on Wednesday night, uh, but they will get a serious test tomorrow night when uh, the uh, traditionally powerful Hart County Bulldogs come up to Adairsville to take on the Tigers. The final team on our list at Still alive in the state tournament, the Cass boys, now 15-13 and 13 under Coach Kevin Cunningham. They started fast Wednesday night at Jefferson uh, and take down the uh, Dragons, who were a number five seed in their own region tournament, but a surprise finalist in Region 8-5A. Cass led 20-7 to seven at the end of the first quarter, 40-20 to 20 at halftime, and went on to win 68-49. to 49. Five Colonels finished in double figures, led by Sokovi White's 17. And uh, they played without uh, a starter in K.J. Rogers and uh, a couple of guys off the bench, Brad. Yeah, a real, a real impressive win for them to go up once again, go over and, and beat somebody. Uh, you know, a lot of athleticism on this cast team. There's not a lot of size, but they're very fast, very aggressive. You know, their defense is very sound. Uh, these are, they're right in your face the whole game. And I believe that's worked out for them real well. Uh, and Coach Cunningham uh, knows what he's got out there. He likes to run and, and get guys out in space. Uh, a real fun team to watch. Uh, you know, it's only going to get tougher from here. But, uh, you know, I, I look for the Colonels to uh, whoever they have to go against, which is Chapel Hill. It's going to be a tough one. Uh, you know, a lot, of, a lot of talent on that Chapel Hill team. But, you know, Cass is not going to change their game plan. They're going to be right in their face the whole time. Yeah, Jackson, uh, the – Chapel Hill Panthers, 21 and 8 on the year. They will host the Colonels tomorrow night at 6 o'clock. Chapel Hill beat Chattahoochee 60 to 51 in the first round. Uh, but this is a really talented team that the Colonels have to go down and challenge. Uh, yeah, real good comparisons, Hiram. A uh, team that, that the Colonels faced twice in the in the regular season, you know, in region play. And uh, it's, it's going to be a, a test. It's going to be all hands on deck. Like uh, Kyle Sandy said, house money. Uh, this this bunch is fun to watch. They'll be athletic. I wouldn't be surprised if we see a lot of full court press tonight or tomorrow. Excuse me, tomorrow night, and uh, just see what happens. Roll roll the ball out there and let's see what happens. Yeah, the Colonels will uh, be on the road at Chapel Hill. Chapel Hill, a uh, a uh, two seed out of their particular region, and they have the honor of hosting Cass in the second round. And of course. Uh, the winners move on to the Elite Eight, which will be next Tuesday and Wednesday in all of these games that we have talked about with these local teams. Good luck.
to each of our local participants in the GHSA state playoffs. Up on a timeout for some statewide headlines. Whether you love them or can't stand them, surprises are part of life. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you get ready for whatever life throws your way. He'll work with you to meet your changing needs and to help you end up where you want to be. And while there's never a good time to experience unexpected costs, Derek can help make them feel a little less unexpected. For an appointment, call Derek Strange at 770-386-4545. Edward Jones, Member SIPC. Happy Friday, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here on the Zoom Connection, along with Jackson High and Brad Stevens. We have Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios, keeping everything running hunky-dory for Bartow Sports Zone on your Friday morning. Uh, let's head over and look at state wrestling. I know our traditional state tournaments wrapped up last weekend to end the 22-23 season. Adairsville placed 14th in Class AAA. Heavyweight Jet Johnson was a state runner-up. Jacob Pasley and Jamari Spates both tied for fifth place for the Tigers at the state tournament. Cartersville in Class 5A finished in 21st place. Taylor Nix at 138 pounds, tied for fifth in his division. He was the top placer for the Purple Hurricanes. Woodland was fourth in Class 5A. Champ Higdon was the 215-pound division uh, winner to lead the Wildcats. Hayden Santora at 138 finished third. Paul Lanier at 126. Zachary Wallace at 144, and Quadris Wilson, a heavyweight, all finished fourth for the Wildcats. Heath Tatum at 165 was a fifth-place finisher. And then the Cass Colonels, they were state runner-up in Class 5A to Jefferson. That's the same team that edged them out in the state duels championship match back in January. Uh, so Cass, a runner-up twice this year in the two wrestling state tournaments. Cass had 11 individuals to advance to the final weekend in Macon, and all 11 of them placed fifth or better. The Colonels had five to reach a championship match in their respective weight classes, with four of those winning individual championships. Lee Camp at 106, Jake Craps at 126, Tyler McKnight at 144, and Zach McKnight at 165 were all crowned state champions last weekend. Camp was 4-0 in his bracket. Craps and the McKnight brothers were all 3-0 in their respective brackets. And then you had state placers in Rowdy Duck at 132, who was a state runner-up. Hunter Barrett at 113. Uh, Craig Rowe at uh, 157. They both finished third in their brackets. Tanner Toops and Caden Alford, along with Mason Tompkins and Parker Dunn, uh, were fourth and fifth place finishers for the Colonels. One last name to mention, Anitra Witherspoon was a fourth place finisher in the girls' state championship tournament for Cartersville in the 190-pound division. And, Brad, I'll turn to you right quick. Uh, another excellent year for local wrestling in GHSA. Well, you know, wrestling in the state of Georgia, at least in 5A, uh, you know, runs through Bartow. I've been saying that, and it's it's still true. I mean, you know, with Jefferson, yes, they did win the traditional uh, title, but they had 13 wrestlers in there, and Cass had 11 and only lost by five points. Uh, you know, Cass had a couple of injuries to some key players in there, and uh, they weren't able to wrestle in the duels or in the traditional finals at all. Uh, so I think that hurt them a little bit. Uh, but, uh, you know, the seniors that are going out for them, you know, Jake Craps, the McKnight brothers, Parker Dunn, those guys d did a fantastic job. They'll certainly be missed, but Bartow County Wrestling will be uh, tough again next year. Also, you know, congratulations, Miss Witherspoon. Uh, that's a huge accomplishment. I don't know if a female wrestler in Bartow has ever placed at the state tournament before. I'm not sure about that, but congratulations to her, Carsville, Woodland, Adairsville, everybody. Fantastic job. Jackson, uh, I'll turn to you now. Uh, wrestling in Bartow County, Carsville and Bartow County, has been strong for quite a while, and that's reflected with our Athletes Beyond Bartow story that comes out each uh, Monday or Tuesday on BartowSportsZone.com. 
we've got uh, quite a number of wrestlers competing at a high Division One level, and a couple of those guys are ranked nationally in their respective weight classes, and that tradition just seems to keep rolling on out of Cartersville and Bartow County. Absolutely. Uh, it goes all the way back to our youth programs that we have here locally. A lot of good uh, gyms, if you want to call them that, that, uh, that start these kids early and bring them up. And to be in the southeast where wrestling is obviously not uh, the priority, it's, it's football, basketball in this, in this part of the country, uh, to be as good as we are and have kids going out nationally to other places. You got uh, the Henson kid from Woodland who's, I think, ranked in the top five maybe in his weight class at Virginia Tech. It's uh, awesome to see that, and it's just a product of that youth program in this area. Yeah, Jackson Smith, who's at Maryland, he out of Woodland, he's another – uh, nationally ranked, I, b- I believe he's in the top 15 in the country in his uh, weight division as well. So several others scattered around the country, and you can follow that each week on BartowSportsZone.com through our Athletes Beyond Bartow uh, presentation that comes out early in the week, usually on Monday or Tuesday. Let's run through some high school baseball. I know we'll have to break for a commercial here in the middle of this, but uh, – Let's start with Coach Billy Roper's Adairsville Tigers. They're 4-0 and on the year uh, with wins over Dominion Christian, Darlington a couple of times, and Pepperell this past Monday. They did have a game that was canceled last night. They were supposed to play Bowden. They are at Sonoraville tomorrow afternoon. They have games at Alexander and a home-and-home with White County coming up next week. Uh, at Woodland, Coach Todd Eubanks, who was formerly at Cass, been away for a few years now back at Woodland. They are 3-2 and two on the year. They have wins over Decatur, Chapel Hill, and most recently over Fannin County on Wednesday night. Their losses are to East Paulding and Villarica. Uh, they are taking on Union County this afternoon up at the Pickens uh, Mountain Classic. They have games with Pepperell, Forsyth Central, and Cherokee all next week. And uh, we'll talk about real quickly Matt Thompson's Cass Colonels. They're two and one with wins over Southeast Whitfield and Rome. They did lose to Rome yesterday, nine to four, uh, for a series split with the Wolves tonight. They take on Heritage Conyers at the Cass Athletic Complex, and then tomorrow morning they'll go up to the Mountain Classic at Pickens to take on the host Pickens Dragons and former Cass baseball coach Adam Williams. That is a 10 a.m. game. So if you want to get up early, drive up there to Jasper and take in a little high school baseball. It'll be the Colonels and the Pickens Dragons tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. We're going to take a quick timeout. When we come back, we'll talk about the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes baseball team. They're off to a fast start, and we'll touch on some other topics in our final segment. So stick around. You're listening to Bartow Sports Zone. Proud sponsors of the Elite Athletes of the Month, Elite Stone Supply at Baker Road and U.S. 41 north of Cartersville is your local authorized Husqvarna dealer. See Elite for help with all your landscaping needs or supplies and check out our inventory of mowers, tillers, trimmers, and blowers. Need pine straw, mulch, sand, or topsoil? How about cultured or natural stone? Elite has tons of options and we deliver. Across from Racetrack just north of Cartersville on Facebook and at EliteStoneSupply.net. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here each and every Friday morning, 710 until 9 a.m. with Bartow Sports Zone. Alan Sanders having way too much fun with the music back in the WBHF studios. I've got Jackson Hyde and Brad Stevens on the Zoom connection with me. We're uh, running through an update on our local high school baseball. Uh, Let's turn now to Cartersville Purple Hurricanes and Coach Kyle Tucker, who will visit with us. Next Friday morning here on Bartow Sports Zone, the Canes are 4-0 and on the year after their win last night. They have wins over Campbell, Etowah, and Ringgold, uh, a couple of those uh, real impressive programs. And then last night, a win over Kennesaw Mountain, Ryan Johnson and Phillip Schiltz combined for 13 strikeouts and a shutout of the Mustangs, 6 to nothing down in Kennesaw. Uh, they now will take on Forsyth Central tomorrow afternoon. That's a, I believe that's a one o'clock start for the Canes. And then next Wednesday through Saturday, 
They'll be over in Hoover, Alabama for the perfect game high school tournament. Uh, the Canes have been playing in that since its inception uh, when it got started at Lake Point. And now, of course, that tournament for the last several years has been over in Hoover. So, uh, Brad, a really good start for Kyle Tucker and his clan. Yeah, well, they're you know the number one ranked team in the state for a reason. Uh, they've always had a lot of talent in that program. It starts at the lower level and comes all the way up. Nothing has changed. You know, Coach Tucker, once again, doing a fantastic job and matching his team up against tough people in the beginning to prepare them for the region schedule in the state playoffs. You know, really good model right there, and nothing's going to change. They're going to be at the top of the line every time. Yeah, we're looking forward to our coverage of some high school baseball and even some Georgia Highlands college baseball. We had Dash O'Neill on the show earlier this morning, and always nice to visit with him. They're off to another fast start, and they are probably the favorites in uh, the GCAA this time. Of course, Cartersville ranked number one in Class 5A right now in baseball, and uh, the other program's off to a good start at Ayersville, undefeated on the year. Cass off to a good uh, start, and Woodland as well under new coach Todd Eubanks. So we'll following high school and college baseball locally uh, throughout the spring here with WBHF and with BartosportZone.com. You can always check in there to find out the latest on each of our baseball teams. Hey, guys, uh, lots of mid-major basketball action in college coming up next week. Uh, beginning Monday, we've got uh, some mid-major tournaments. I think it's 13 of those mid-major conferences start their tournaments next week. Of course, the big-name conferences, the Power Five and the other big conferences, they will be the week after that. Uh, but uh, the one I wanted to talk about quickly is the Atlantic Sun. Uh, it begins with uh, teams playing, the higher seeds playing on their home campuses. And the reason I bring this up is very possibly it could be the Kennesaw State Owls that are the number one seed in the Atlantic Sun. If they can win tonight uh, at Central Arkansas, They'll be the one seed, uh, actually higher seeded than a higher ranked team in the Liberty Flames, who are 22 and 7. That's the two top seeds in that conference, but a great chance if they can win tonight at Central Arkansas for Kennesaw State to host every tournament game in the Atlantic Sun coming up next week, Brad. Yeah, they're holding the banner for the state of Georgia in basketball right now because nobody else is doing anything. Uh, I'm real proud for them. You know, a lot of local support that I've seen on Twitter and social media for that team, and I hope that they're able to pull that off. And, you know, it's been a while uh, for them, I think, where they've had some basketball success. So uh, look forward to seeing them do some damage in the tournament. Hopefully they can get in there. Yeah, we got to get down there and catch a game if they're hosting the tournament. We need to uh, take in some Kennesaw Owls basketball led by Chris Youngblood at 15 points a game, five rebounds, uh, a junior out of East Coweta High School, and Terrell Burden, who's averaging 13 points a game. He's a senior for the Owls. Uh, he's out of Campbell High School. They've been the leaders all season long. Some other conference uh, mid-major tournaments coming up next week. you got the Patriot Conference, where Colgate and Navy are the top seeds. The Horizon League uh, that starts uh, on campus sites and then finishes it up in Indianapolis. Youngstown State who has a great mascot in the Penguins, is the top seed there. Uh, you've got the Sun Belt that's down in Pensacola next week. Marshall and James Madison are the top seeds there. Georgia Southern in that league projected to be an eight or a nine seed, so they'll have to pull off some upsets. A lot of other mid-majors next week, and why do those matter? It's all because every one of those conferences, for the most part, get one team in the national tournament, and that is it. So we'll be keeping an eye on that for you here with Bartow Sports Zone. we got a couple of minutes left, Brad. I want to go come right back to you. We're at the All-Star break or just out of the All-Star break. The Atlanta Hawks, eighth in the East at 29 and 30. They return to action tonight. They fired their head coach, Nate McMillan. Uh, they're hung around the 500 mark all year. We're hearing this morning that possibly Quinn Snyder, the former Utah Jazz coach, may be the, the lead candidate for that job. Uh, they're under an interim coach right now, and they return to action against the Cavs. Where do you see the Hawks headed down the stretch? I don't have a lot of hope for the rest of this season, to be honest with you. They got Joe Prunty as the interim coach. I'm sure he'll just finish the season out. You know, There's not a lot of hope out there right now, and there's a lot of – 
uh, scuttlebutt about Trey Young, you know, sacrificing coaches left and right. I don't know if that's true. I'm not in that locker room, but you know, not a lot to be excited about right now. If you're a Hawks fan, I mean, you look back at our last few coaches. I mean, they're all the better ones are hovering around the 500 mark. Then you had Lloyd Pierce, who let won less than 40 percent of his games. Mike Woodson, Terry Stotts, Lon Kruger. I mean, we can go down the line. I mean, we haven't had a big coaching hire except for Coach Budenholzer, who left for the Bucks and ended up winning a title with them. So. Uh, tough road to hoe if you're a Hawks fan right now. I don't see us doing anything in the playoffs this year. I don't know about Quinn Snyder and what he might be able to do. I would rather us get a young coach like an Eric Spolstra situation like Miami Heat, let him grow with the team. We need somebody. We need some new blood. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this edition of Bartow Sports Zone. We're so glad you could join us. We're here each Friday morning, 710 until 9 a.m. We hope you'll get out and catch some of this local high school basketball. We got five out of six teams that qualified for the state tournament still in action. And we'll have coverage tonight as well. Family owned and operated since 1994, Sidelines Grill takes pride in being connected to the community. Sidelines new location on Marketplace Boulevard is family friendly with an awesome menu with features to satisfy everyone. There's a kids menu too with the best wings in town, burgers, steaks, salads, soups, and Alpine Bakery desserts. Everyone on your team will find something to love while you catch all the games on our wall-to-wall TVs. Sidelines Grill, great food, good times, and all the games.